Man, another awesome Am I Wrong today with tons of people chiming in to help out Bethany. This was an interesting one that I'm sure a lot of people find themselves in. And I really, truly hope they get that figured out because, yeah. uh, you know, it sounded like a good good relationship. We've had a lot of bad ones on here before. Speaking of bad relationships, <laughs> Misconnections got its fingerprints oh, I like this one. I like this Misconnections, man. I thought that was a really good one. Oh, of course. But you know what? You know what was bad? Are we not even going to put it on the podcast? Uh, you know what? You keep spitting in the face of it. It needs to go on the podcast. Cheese our country. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and how dare you? How dare you? Uh, Brian's giving it the thumbs down. Well, you you know what? Judge for yourself. I don't want to sway your opinion in any way, shape, or form. But you'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly Wood. Am I wrong is when someone is struggling with something in their life, so they call us up and you get to tell them if they are wrong or not. We have Bethany on the phone with us right now. Bethany, what's going on? Why are you on Am I Wrong today? Hey, guys. Good morning. Uh, well, I'm at the, the end of my rope here. Um, I have a boyfriend. Really, really like him. Things have been going well. He's a great person, but he's kind of a freeloader. <laughs> and <laughs> it's getting to the point where I feel like I'm taking care of him, and he's not really making an effort to do anything, to, not even to support himself, let alone our life together. So it's, uh, I don't know. I'm at a crossroads here. Okay. How, how long have you guys been together? Um, almost two years. And it started out, you know, he was living with his brother and his wife. He, they kind of had a little basement apartment going on, and he said that was secure. But then little by little, you know, started with a couple T-shirts. Then, you know, next thing you know, he, he's basically living with me okay um and that's fine you know we have a great time together but i'm i work full-time i've got a lot of things going on in the community i'm fairly responsible he you know i get home and there's beer cans everywhere and he's been playing video games on the couch all day and you know and he's asking if i'd pick up takeout for us and pay for it Oh, I know there's a lot of lis- women listening right now are like, girl, you got to run. <laughs> hey, can I move in? <laughs> so I know, but I'm wondering, like, is this just a phase? Is it, you know, I mean, he's in his late 20s. He's, he's how old is he? Late 20s. He's oh, boy. 29. Like, he's got to he's got to get it together. You got to at least have but, a plan at that point. Not, you might not even be in your final career, but you at least got to be working for something. Um, so has he always been like this though? Like just always kind of, cause you said he was living in his sister's basement. There was no red flags then. The brother's basement. Well, that was, you know, he told me at the time that was kind of a transitional thing and he's really, he's a handy <laughs> guy. Like he'll get side jobs. He'll, you know, help when he's motivated, but it seems like me just taking care of everything. Well, you're like, he said this was just a transitional thing. Like, yeah, until he met you, and then he can move in with you. Yeah. This guy's a vagabond. Wow. <laughs> you're hard on I this mean, dude, like, man. I'm laughing, but it's not... Uh, but, like, everything else is good. And I don't want to become, like, the nagging mom, you know? Right. Well, it's not fair to you, but you know? That's that's where I'm at. I get home, and I've had a day, and it's like the place is a mess when I get home. Oof. He's, like, six beers in, and... You know, we can still have a good time, but I'm a little bit like, I feel like I'm taking care of this giant teenager at this point. Of course he's going to have a good time. He's six years <laughs> in. He's got a hell of a buzz going. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, well, what do you, what is your plan? Like what, what is it that you're thinking of doing? I mean, again, I don't want it to become a dynamic. So I feel like I just need to say, you know, at the end of this month, if you're going to keep living here, you need to split the rent, split the utilities. Let a cleaning person, if you're not going to be cleaning up after yourself and, you know, just kind of really upfront lay it down because I can tell the dynamic is shifting and I don't want to go there. So you don't want to break up with him. You you just want him to, you're almost, you're almost going to landlord him and kick him out versus break <laughs> up with him. Well, cause I think that's what he, I think he needs that. I think he's gotten a little too comfortable and he needs like a wake up because again, he has all of these skills. He's a good, a good guy and he knows how to do things. I think he's just in a rut. 
Man, you got a lot of patience, girl. I don't know. Yeah, you got so much patience. I, That's a two-year rut. I'm just like, a man. This guy's hard to find, okay? To be fair, like, honestly, I, as a former loser, yes. like, you, honest to God, it sounds like you were describing me when I met my wife. Like, I, I lived in my what parents' basement. Do? How did you How did you get into shape? Uh, honestly, I, I had the pressure of getting it. Like, my, I, you know, my wife, I had to take care of her, too, you yeah. know? Like, I, I felt like uh, I need to step it up so at some point in time we could have our own life and and get it going together. Yeah. So, I, I like, I, it can happen. I mean, like you said, Kelly, th- this isn't a good... But he, you said he's handy, right? Yeah. I mean... He is. The, and he could, you know, he could fix stuff around the house. He could fix things for neighbors. He could... Yeah. Know, there's plenty of jobs he could be getting. He's just not motivated to do it. That's what. That's right the now. part that worries me, man. It's hard to teach hustle. It's really hard to teach hustle. Either you have it or you don't. But there's plenty of places hiring too. You know. I, yeah, you almost can't not have a job right now. But hey, look, I'm not ju- judgment free zone. That's look, true. I forgot that we're in a judgment free well, zone. He, so, so he will like he'll get jobs here and there, but it's only when he's like past due on his car payment, or <laughs> you know, it's not like he's like actively getting money to pay for our life it's like oh you know they're yeah. gonna <laughs> stop Luke Holmes tickets are going on sale <laughs> yeah all right well but he does have plenty of money for beer <laughs> <laughs> the important things <laughs> all right right well, Bethany, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you on hold. You'll be able to hear all the calls, hear all the texts that come in right now, and we'll find out, are you wrong for wanting to tell your boyfriend, hey, either get your act together or get the hell out? Okay. Be kind. Well, we'll do our best, Bethany. All right. So call us, text us right now. Let us know, is Bethany wrong? We actually have Abby already wants to chime in. Abby, do you think she's wrong? No, absolutely not. Have you ever been in that position? No. I don't deal with people like that. So you wouldn't even have started dating this fella? No. Absolutely not. Well, it kind of hurts my heart. I thought we maybe had something special. Well, Wood used to be a loser. That's the only reason he said Wow. Used to be. Still am. <laughs> so, Abby, you're saying there's nothing wrong with somebody saying to their boyfriend, hey, you need to stop freeloading and you need to get to work. Yeah. He needs to work. All right, so Abby has chimed in, and now it's your turn to chime in. Call us, text us, let us know. Is Bethany wrong for wanting to tell her freeloader boyfriend it's time to get to work? Kelly and Wood. All right, we are in Am I Wrong? Bethany is sitting on hold. She's been dating a guy for two years. He's kind of slowly become a freeloader, slowly moving things into her apartment, and she's wondering, would it be wrong to say, hey, you need to start contributing or this is done? Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, we're getting a ton of texts on this one. Uh, Yeah, how about this one? Caitlin, don't even need to hear any more kick his booty out natalie says nope go ahead you gotta go leave no she needs to cat ties right now from kathy it's only going to get worse trish says he's 29 he's gotta go uh brian what does that mean he's old too old or too young or what does that mean i think that if you're doing that at 29 years old yeah what are you doing it's kind of a yeah uh, Brian, red flags everywhere. It's kind of her fault she let this go on way too long, but no, she is not wrong. I don't know if that's her fault, though. You know? Yeah, I, boy. Because and, and this slide happens. Right. And when you're in it, you don't see it as much right. as like if you didn't see her for a year and then came back, like, holy cow, what the hell's going on here? It just become like a gradual thing. And honestly, I think it's good that Bethany has spotted this at this point. Yeah. Before this is, you know, 40 years old, whatever it is, and you're miserable, married, and, you know, locked in. Uh, Carrie, get up and go. Got up and left, huh? Ah, I see what you did there. Get up and go must have got up and left. You need to run, sister. He can freeload off you forever if you don't change it. You're worth more than that. Uh, Samantha, it's not a phase. Get out of the relationship. Leave him. What a man child. That's the thing I'm surprised here. A lot of these texts are saying... This relationship's done. Look at Tyler said, lazy people are useless people. It'll hey. never end. Hey. That's a bold statement. I hurt there, Tyler. I thought we were friends. <laughs> uh, Jenna says, this is not a phase. Uh, I dated someone like this before. He had a job, then all of a sudden didn't want to go. Then he'd get drunk, so he wouldn't have to go. Oh, Lord. You need to get out. Uh, how about this one? Two years is too long. Kicking to the curb, honey. You deserve better. Michael, as a guy, you got to get out of this. Dang, this is like 100%. On, on Bethany's side. Uh, Didi, this is him. You can't change him. If you give him an ultimatum, he'll change for a little bit, but then he'll return to it after the wedding. Time to leave him now. But Otherwise, if you have a kid, then you're dealing with him for at least 18 years. <laughs> but didn't Bethany say that this is like he wasn't always like this? Yeah. 
So that's why I'm wondering, is it, did something switch in his head, hmm. you know? Who knows what could have happened? But we do appreciate the calls and texts. So let's, oh, you see another one? Uh, a lot of them just coming in. I mean, it's just still like kick him out. You know, she is 1,000% right. No, you are not wrong. Uh, if this was your daughter, what would you tell her oh, to that's do? that's good. That's an interesting way to think about that. I like this one. Michelle, just the first part of her text says, two years of freeloading isn't a transition. Yeah. That's kind of true. Couple, you got you got a month or so. Two months is about as long as a transition should take. All right, keep them coming. Yeah, keep those texts coming. Let's get some phone calls in here too, and let's get Bethany a judgment. Is she wrong for wanting to tell her freeloader boyfriend it's time to get to work with Kelly and Wood? Kelly and Wood. All right, Bethany is sitting on hold. She wants to know: Is it wrong to tell her boyfriend of two years it's time to get a job and stop being a freeloader? And the deal was, you know, he was she was coming home and he just wasn't kind of doing anything. No. And people have been com- texting, no, she's not wrong. I'd be concerned about the six beers when he gets home oh, from yeah. work. Eh, it depends when he started. I don't know. Six beers by the five o'clock in the afternoon. That's, that's a rough stretch of highway right there. I'll leave some names out of this. I had another person send in, no, she is absolutely not wrong. I just got out of a relationship like this. You need to get out now. Uh, how about this one? I was living with my boyfriend and his brother started living with us and it was fine at first because he was working. Then all of a sudden, boom, freeloader. And then it got awkward. I had to talk with my boyfriend about it and then... I think she has that needs to have a conversation with her boyfriend. Uh, another one: if you go after him hard, he will leave you for a different girl, and then he'll change for the next girl. Guys don't, don't change unless that. they want to. I, I think that's that. dope. You know, guys change it when they want to. Or you'll, you'll I find think it's a, people. You'll find a girl that'll put up with your BS at some point. Oh, that's true too. So you don't have to change. Uh, Bethany, she needs to talk with him. If he truly cares or loves her, he will change from another guy. This boyfriend just sounds lazy and maybe the change will be up to him. Who is it who said turn on the Alexa if he's at home so he can hear this? <laughs> <laughs> want to be cluing you. That was a good text. All right, here, let's, uh, we got Aaron sitting on hold right now. He wants to chime in. What's up, man? I was in a relationship for a year and a half recently. Okay. And her and me talked several times about, you know, potentially moving in. And I did have some stuff over there. And he had some stuff at my house, my apartment. And we weren't entirely sure who was going to move in with who. But maybe she needs to have that talk with him about, you know, him moving in and if that's what he wants. And if that's not what he wants, then she just needs to kick him to the curb. Yeah, that makes sense. And maybe that's too. You might be right, Aaron, because maybe because there's never been an official. All right. You live here now. It's just kind of been like he slowly started moving stuff in. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, man. We appreciate you taking the time to call us this morning. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You'll have a good day. You Thank too, you, brother. Bye. Bye. All right, Wood, I think we can give her her judgment now. I think. All right, Bethany, you heard all the calls. You heard all the texts. Your judgment today, and am I wrong? <laughs> About 98% say you're just fine with telling him, hey, you need to get your act together. Okay. Well, that's... That's reassuring because I don't talk to anybody about this. I don't want them to know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, now all of your listeners know. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing no one listens to this show. Well, so, can I ask you a quick question? What is it? Do, you know, do you have family that lives around you? What does like your family think of this person? I don't have family that lives around me, but he does. Okay. Um, so you know, I'm telling them the good things. I'm telling my family the good things, and they okay. they meet him on holidays. And really, I don't know. It didn't become a real issue for me until the last few months. You sound like such a kind person. Like, you know, you sound like a catch. Yeah, you only tell your family the good things. Here's, if I may, Wood, have the floor for just one second. Please. If you give him this, we'll call it an ultimatum for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. If he gets mad and tries to like turn it around on you that you don't understand him and, you know, you gotta, whatever. You then, gotta you go. need, yeah, then you need to go. If he tries to do that thing where he turns it back around on you that this is your fault and you're not being a good person, you need, that's when you need to run. Yeah. Just leave him by the wayside. Okay. Yes, you're right. I hope he doesn't do that, but we'll, hopefully this will just be a motivator. Yeah. For him. How did you guys meet? Um, we met because, through mutual friends. Um, he was actually helping uh, a mutual friend renovate their house. And this was like, I don't know, 2019. And then we kind of stayed friends. And then during the pandemic, you know, we were all bored as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, kind of created a, a little friend train thing. And I don't know. I truly think that maybe he's just 
this, in a in like a jump. This dude is renovating. This dude could be balling out right, right. now, man. Like that, that's I a know, skill. I, I wish I had a real life skill like that. You don't. No, no I don't have any. I have, yeah. I have no discernible skill. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this guy may be interested in doing radio. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can learn a lot on YouTube. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> well, what if what if he does get uh, you know upset about? It? He's like, well, if you're not going to do this for me, maybe this is the end. I mean, are you willing to break up? I know you said earlier you didn't want to, but would you be willing to if he's going to throw like a fit about it? I th- I think so because I wouldn't want I wouldn't want the dynamic to change, and okay. you know it's like twenty percent changed, and I think that can really ruin things. It's hard to go back from that, so yeah. I think I would say, look. You know, if you need some time, go stay back at your brother's place. And, you know, once you have things together, maybe we can reconnect. I'd tell you what, I can guarantee you, listening to this, there is no one more scared about this entire thing. Than this guy's brother. <laughs> he knows that boomerang could be headed back his way here quick. So when are you going to have this conversation with him? Exactly. Uh, um, God, I guess it'll have to be this weekend. Okay. I'm too exhausted every day after work, so well, we'll make could, it a Saturday, Saturday combo. Could we, uh, could we give you a call next week and and see how this all went? Because I know everybody listening right now wants to know how this went. Yes, yes, and let's hope it's positive. <laughs> I hope so too. I really do. You're. We'll see. You sound like a great person, so I really hope this all works out. So, Bethany, hold on one second. We're going to set up a time that we can call you next week and find out how this all uh, turned out, okay? Sounds good. These people are looking for love. I love it. We'll help them find it. It's Missed Connections with Kelly and Wood. This is where Wood scours the internet to find a couple who almost had love but didn't make it, so we use 100,000 watts of radio power to thrust this couple back together. And we have a song. Do you need music? No, we Other don't. Other than this music? Because it says, let me sing for you. I'm trying to get this message to Caitlin. Mm. We've never spoken in person, but I've admired you from a distance. Seems stalkerish. Creepy. <laughs> I know you just broke up with Lucas. I know this because I saw it on your gram. Insta. Great. Yes. Uh, so, to repair your heart... I wanted to write you a love song. Oh, God, this sounds like something I would have done in high school. The following is in the style of Happy Birthday. He oh, went with a classic tune. That's good. So I'm going to try to read it as best, right? All right. Dear Caitlin, your eyes are so blue. I wish that you would be in love with me, too. If you ever wanted to love me... It would set my heart free. That's, now, that's I, damn sweet if you ask me. Now I realize that's not totally cleaned up and sounds better when I play my guitar with it too. Oh, I like this guy a lot. But if you would give me a chance, I would love to play this for you in person. I don't see anything wrong with this guy. Let me heal your broken hearts. <laughs> don't you like this guy? No. <laughs> No. Hey, bro, you're a stalker. Two, she's getting back with Lucas. <laughs> that's why she put it on Instagram. Oh, man. And three, that song sucked. Well, maybe it was your delivery. Oh, we, wow. We dare would hear you. We would need this gentleman to do it in order to hear it the way it's supposed to be with the guitar. I want to hear it on the guitar. I would rather bail this guy out of his upcoming felony. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to him do it in person. Ooh, hey, look. Coming from a guy who wrote many, many poems oh. to girls. And yes, I'm embarrassed by it. <laughs> and Lord, I sometimes I'll wake up out of a dead sleep and be like, ah! Ooh, I hope she threw that poem away. I hope that thing isn't floating around out there somewhere. There is somewhere. cash in my hand that can be yours if you possess one of these poems. <laughs> Have you written your wife one? I think by the time I met my wife, I was a little more mature. Oh, yeah. So I don't think I did. I don't know. Brianna, well, Brianna, I don't even think my wife knows what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. I'll say if she's listening. HVAC school, I think. <laughs> he work on the SC. <laughs> you talk about it a lot. But if she has one, by by all means. Because whatever I wrote in a poem to her, I still mean to That's- this day. We're still in the honeymoon phase, brother. Oof. So long into it. That's why I walk on eggshells. Keep lying to yourself, my friend. <laughs> But look, I'm rooting for this guy. 
I'm not. He took the time to write a song? Come on, man. Caitlin, get the hell out of there. It rhymed and everything? Let Lucas know. Well, Wood, I don't know if you made a love connection. I feel like you're doing everything in your power to destroy it. Ow. But I guarantee you'll have another one for us next week. I will have to. And will we find love? I don't know. But Wood will do the work of the angels and a little something we call misconnections. Kelly and Wood's Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Royalton, Minnesota, population 1,277. Of course, you know it as the home of the world-famous Treasure City, so pop on by when you're on Highway 10. To meet all your dream catcher needs or to get that shark in a jar, Mayor Brenda Weiss-Pesta makes sure your visit to Royalton is beautiful. And that's why Royalton, Minnesota, you get today's Small Town Salute! That was your Small Town Salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. This sounds like maybe the most miserable place on earth. It's called Whittier, Alaska. All right? And in this town, most of the residents, almost every single resident lives in one single 14-story high-rise. Now, this is home to most of the town's residents, as well as its post offices in there. There's a grocery store in there, health clinics laundromat, hospital, church, and movie theater all in this apartment complex because sometimes it's so cold, you can't go outside. Hmm. You could go outside, but it's going to be a horrible experience. Right. So they built this 14-story high-rise, and and, and there's in this town, I guess they say the sun doesn't, like a certain time of the year, they don't see the sun for like two months. Oh my God, why would you live there? Now, how do they get around in there? In the in the apartment complex, yeah, walking? yeah, it's just like a normal, yeah. I mean, it, I'm sure the walk is, but geez, wouldn't you want to get out and walk a little bit? See, I was imagining. Okay, so I was imagining they built like a giant, almost like town inside of like a bubble. No, it just it looks like an apart. It looks like a high rise apartment complex is all it looks like. But dude, may I put on my conspiracy theory hat for just a hot second mm-hmm. here? I think we'll all be living in things like this at some point in our no. life. I'm not no. gonna lie, I'm okay with that. No, really. You don't gotta. You don't gotta drive to go anywhere. Okay. Your hospital's at the ba- at the bottom level. Why don't you want? Why? Why don't why people? Would, why don't people ever want to leave the house anymore? What is so great about being in the house all the time? Well, it's great because I don't have to drive anywhere. Why do you hate driving? What are you, an old lady? You know how much gas is. See, I think there are city people and not city people. Like, I think there's people that want to live in like a high rise and have everything like literally like when we were in New York, right? Yeah. Like there's a, a bodega on every corner. That, that was kind of neat. Grocery store, that was kind of right? neat though. But yeah, like, you don't have yeah. to go anywhere. Yeah. Like you, your, your entire world is right there in like a five, six, you know, block radius. Me? Yeah. I like the fact of going to see trees and things like I that. I need wide open spaces. That's what I'm saying, man. This- Stephanie says it sounds like Brian wants to move into a nursing home. <laughs> there you go. Do I get dinner at before five? <laughs> Hell Probably. yeah, do you give me a bed by six thirty? <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me up. Turkey slices so you go to bed easy. Oh, no fighting. that sounds great. Nice big glass of chocolate milk on Fridays. Come on. <laughs> no, this sounds. I, but there's they're already starting to make those linear cities. Have you heard of those? And it's just like it's like a mile long building, and everything is just inside of that building. Like I went to Chicago in October, and. It was the same thing. Everything was just right there. Yeah. I like that. I mean, yeah. even if it's like, oh, I got to walk two blocks to go to this store, that's fine. I'll walk two blocks. But you're not a homeowner. You don't know the no. joys of having a little bit of space. Yeah, but also but, the joys I, I, of having to pay for broken things all the time. It's true. And, there's the upside and the downside. You know, like, there's, there's all, everything's right there, and you don't have to worry about your car payment. You don't have to, like, you don't even need a car. You know what it is. Poor people around. <laughs> <laughs> not this again. Not this again. Finally, I'm not the poorest one in the world. So this is what it feels like when you hear me talk. Feels good. Now I totally it? get it. Someone want to change at them. Anyone want to buy me lunch today? Just, yeah. just throw on that. I like making my car payment. I like I like fixing things around the house. I don't like the fact I need new windows right now. Like that's gonna cost me probably about six grand. But. Plus, if I scream at my house, I don't worry that someone's gonna bang on the right. wall, tell me to be quiet. And dude, I crank the music on the weekends. PM dawn to a you know <laughs> When I'm doing the country quick mix, you know how loud I have that music? And we're all thankful for that. You couldn't do that with in a, an apartment complex. No, sir. Yeah, but it's like a, you could have the dance party on the eighth floor. The whole eighth floor is getting crazy because of you. Plus, what if you don't like your neighbors? Bingo. Well, you're kind of screwed in that. You're your whole town's a, there. Yeah, you're sharing a wall <laughs> with them. Yeah. 
I like my neighbors, though. So that's yeah, cool. this sounds like a terrible idea, but I mark my words. Put this up in Prediction Corner. By the year 2050, we'll all live in something like this. Ah, not me. I'll be dead by then anyway, but I'm, I'm just moving saying. in sooner. Fine. Go to Whittier, Alaska. <laughs> they got they got the perfect life for you, Brian. Right? Can't wait. I bet you'll love when the sun doesn't come up for two months. Yeah, get a nice sleep all day long. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you're not even 100% sure where it all began, but it's, a, it's to me, super interesting and sounds absolutely horrible and horrifying. And if you didn't like it, fine. I'll have another one for you tomorrow because this is what I do. I bring them to you every single day, and sometimes I have to look you dead in the face and say out loud to the world, ha, 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 Kelly and Wood. There are certain moments in your life where you remember where you were right when it happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe when your children were born. Maybe when the Cubs won the World Series for the first time. I got to do that. A hundred years. You will remember this moment for the rest of your life when you tuned into Kelly and Wood and heard cheese or country. <laughs> y'all <laughs> laugh, but I, I guarantee go. y'all going to suck at this. All right. I so, wanted. I wanted to play name the famous underwear scene from a movie because of Tom Brady posing in his underwear, mm-hmm. and I was going to do. I was going to play you famous clips of movies where people were in their underwear. That stands out. So, all right, oh, yeah, our, cheese or country? Cheese or country? At least mine was topical. <laughs> Angola, cheese or country? What? Say it again. Angola. I believe that's cheese. Uh, that's a country. That is absolutely a country. Well done, Kelly. Mm. It's a South African nation. <laughs> so, should we have to be doing animal sounds again? <laughs> no. The second one, Casa Marzu. <laughs> Kasu Marzu. Kasu or Kasa? Kasu Marzu. I don't think he's saying that right at all. I, I'm going to go cheese on that one. I'm going to say country. That is actually a cheese. What? A traditional cheese uh, made from Sardinian sheep. And it also contains live insect larvae. Gross. Sardinian cheese? Hey, listen. Sheep? Respect the game. You, you know what, though? I do. The stinkier the cheese, usually the more I like it. Really? Yeah, I love a good just rank cheese. So you just crush blue cheese like Limburger. it's no oh, business. Dude, can I tell you what? Oh my gosh! Can I tell you what? It's funny you say blue cheese. You know what I did last night? <laughs> oh boy! I got I was locked out of my home, right? But I was planning on making a salad, a nice Greek salad. And to make a Greek salad, you need sure you need feta cheese. But I like blue cheese instead. So because I was locked out and I was starving, I just started eating blue cheese crumbles right there in the car. Look at you. So, yes, Brian, I love blue cheese. I'm, I, don't, I don't hate it. I love it. On a hamburger or on a steak? Casu Marzu. We already did that one. That's a cheese. <laughs> we just did that Less one. Otho. Less Otho. That's a country. Excuse me? Less Otho. I'm going to say that's a cheese. That is a country. Thank you very much. It's I actually one. a high-altitude landlocked kingdom encircled by South Africa. Boy, a lot of... Milk a knees. <laughs> oh, that's cheese, dude! It's got milk right in the title. Country milk knees is uh, yeah, that's cheese. <laughs> Arag, huh? Arag. Uh, um, that's a country. I'm, I'm, I'm going country on that one. That is a Mongolian word for fermented horse milk mm. that is then turned into an alcoholic beverage. So yes, that so is what a cheese. is it? It's cheese. Oh, okay. Wait, you just said it was a beverage. Well, no, they turn the cheese into alcohol. Ooh. Burkina Faso. Oh, there, there's more, huh? Uh, <laughs> that's a cheese. That's cheese, yeah. That is a country, Dang gentlemen. It. A landlocked country in West Africa. Boy, you guys are dumber than I thought. <laughs> yeah. And Lycian. Lycian. That's You're the expert that's on that's who's country. dumb. Uh, what? I'm sorry, what? Lycian. That's a country, for sure. Country. That is cheese. Dang it. <laughs> All right. Ooh, boys, that's a small Quebec company. Can I be honest? Out. But I think I would have rather played Little Wayne or Bruce Wayne. <laughs> that game might have been a little bit better than this one. Uh, I would have rather played Name the Underwear scene. No, that was stupid. No, why was that stupid, but this wasn't? No, was you this- guys are stupid in this game, not the game. <laughs> Show some respect to Jeezer Country. <laughs> are we bringing this one back? I may. I got, I got a game for tomorrow. What? Chuck Norris or Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, you just combined all the games we ever come up with. <laughs> Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right. Whittle now gives us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida, Louisiana. Creole 
old trash. <laughs> All right, I'll take Cajun as well. Well, that's where we have 47-year-old Lucas set. Now, Lucas is driving down this road, and he sees his neighbor walking in the other direction, walking his dog, and he gives him the old neighbor wave. Hello, neighbor. Now, the guy walking the dog waved right back. No big deal and continued on his walk. So far, this is a pleasant story. You would think. But the man walking the dog says he saw the car come back around the block. This time, Satin wasn't waving. In fact, this time, he rolled down his window, yelled out, Hey, I know what you did. Well, this led to a whole brouhaha. We jump ahead hours later, Kelly. Okay. Hours. That's when authorities were called and said, you need to get here. We got a guy outside, and he won't go away. When authorities arrived, they walked up and sat and yelled out his window, stay back. I don't trust any of you. And if you get any closer, I'm going to drive off. Well, the authorities, of course... Okay, well, what are you going to do? Walked closer and sat and followed through and sped off. Well, the authorities weren't going to chase him because well, I don't know what's going on here. When they walked up to the homeowner's house, they said, listen, he's been outside of my house for hours revving his engine, and he also tried to run over me five different times. Jeez. Well, we go back to the original wave comeback. That's when Satin pulled up and says, hey. Keep your dog off my property. When the man walking the dog said, hey, I, you know I clean up after him, sat and disagreed, and then threw dog poop at him. That's when he tried to run over the man numerous times. Now, when the authorities are here, neighbors start coming out. Right. Now you got an audience. They all start reporting similar things to the authorities saying, yeah, he's tried to run over me too over dog poop. <laughs> this, he's a serial well, as you can imagine, authorities just walked the next block over where Satin lived, and he said, yeah, that's because they keep pooping in my yard. Well, that's not going to hold up. I don't think the punishment fits the crime on that one. And check this out. The neighbors wanted to call the police before, but they were scared of Satin because they say he, quote, is dangerous. Well, yeah, if he's trying to run over people with his car. That's what I'm trying to say. They said they feared for their safety due to his erratic behavior. Well, authorities said, okay, well, you're going to jail, A, because you threw poop at somebody, and B, because you tried to run people over with the car. He was arrested on account of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and taken to jail. I have some dog that leaves gigantic mounds in my yard. And it, uh, it, that's, it, that's me. <laughs> Stop it on your way home. I'll show him. No, there's some woman, and I, and I know who it is, but I'm passive aggressive, so I don't say anything. But I live on a corner lot, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a fairly large yard. Nice. And so sometimes she cuts through my yard, which I hate for some reason. But I'm literally not going to be the get off my grass guy, right? Like I'm not going to. I'm not ready to take that. Is she a child? No, it's a oh, it's a grown woman, mm. and she just walk, she cuts across my yard every time. And I would imagine it's her dog dropping big stinking loads in the front yard. You would think if she's out getting exercise, why are you cutting? Right, you know? right. And you why, want the you want the steps, and at least fine. Cut through my yard. That's fine. We're all in this together. But pick up the poop. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than picking up someone else. Picking up your own dog's poop is disgusting. Picking up a stranger's dog's poop. I don't know. For some reason, that's even worse. Is it a big dog? Oh, it's a big dog. Oh, this yeah. is a big stinking load. That's him. Yeah, <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> oh, I love my neighborhood so much. <laughs> oh, that's a let, me, let that. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you, kids. Never buy a house in a panic. Can't wait to see this thing pop up on the MSL website. <laughs> yeah, I better stop talking about it because I'm trying to sell this place and get the hell out of there. Your face is in the front window. <laughs> <laughs> hell no, I'm not buying that house. I think I've heard of that place. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Let's give this one a score. Here we go. Are you ready, Wood? Yes. All right. The beginning of the story starts out pleasant. A little wave between neighbors, awesome. What's the problem? But then the neighbor comes back and starts getting a little jazzy with him, and starts saying, uh, "What do you? What was his? F- I don't. I kind of got confused there because okay, he the, came back and he threw the dog poop at him. Says your your dog's poop. Oh, my okay, that's trash. Uh, a little bit, but I get it. <laughs> I'm gonna get that a hundred points. Okay, because being someone who constantly gets their yard pooped in, it's a, it's aggravating. All right, so I'm gonna give him a hundred points because I wouldn't throw it at somebody. Yeah, that's yeah. where you draw the line. Then he got in the house and he said uh, he told the pol- police, mm-hmm. "Don't come any closer." 
Yep, you try to run over the people. That's trashy. Big time. I'm going to give that 200 points, man. Actually, I'm going to tack another 50 on that because he did it like five times. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tack another 50 on that. He then sat outside the house revving the engine for four hours. <laughs> How do you have that much gas? That's what I was worried about. Uh, that's just trashy because you just now you're wasting gas. Oh. Uh, all right, so now I'll give 150 points for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm he all in my own. off okay. when authorities walked up. I'll give him 125 for that. And he's uh, arrested. Uh, oh, is that it? Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. Okay, well, now I feel bad for not scoring this one a little bit higher. I'm sorry about that. You're not so trashy after all. Well, you brought the heat, and I kind of ruined it with the score today, but the points are the points. What am I going to do, start making them up now? I can't. Can't do that. We're in this together, and here we go. Today, our poop-slanging gentleman earns himself a respectable, a whopping 700 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track. Our first break from 540 in the morning. We tack it on the end of the podcast as a bonus track. And uh, I told you, well, one, we talked about Ice Road Trucker, just reality shows in general. Right. And then we talked about me being locked out of my house. And the absurd reason on why you I took are. a lot of heat this morning. I took a lot of heat. But I stand, coming. I stand by my decisions. Right or wrong, I stand by them. But anyway, you can be the judge right now. It's our bonus track, our first break from 540 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Jumping as if we were... We got you jumping like a toad. I don't know, man. I wrote it 15 seconds ago. Toads don't jump, right? Well, I guess they do. The hell they don't. No, what is it? They can go in water. Sounds like someone who's never seen a toad before. Toads can go in water. Frogs don't. Frogs have lily pads. Like, one of them goes in water, one doesn't. They they all live by the water, Wood. When's the last time you saw a frog in the desert? Well, I mean, there's you don't have to live in the desert not to go in water. Answer the question. I'm just saying. When's the last time you saw a frog in the desert? I haven't. Okay. Then again, my dalliance with the desert. I grew up in Minnesota many. next to water all the time. I never saw a frog. Actually, I never. I didn't, you, you would see toads <laughs> nonstop. A frog was a rare appearance. But you would see toads nonstop. Uh, Kelly is 0 for 2 with the raps. Not wrong there. From hey, who, who the hell said that? Jesse, good morning. Happy Tuesday. There's some. There's a difference between frogs and toads. Yes, there is, Wood. They're two different animals. You're 100% right. I, I don't know. No, no. Now, watch yourself. That's like horses and ponies aren't the same thing, but they're the same animal. They're a different genus. Maybe. If you will. I think that's it. Because what? Ponies are, just, ponies are just small horses. Sure. I'm, not, I'm like 95, like a Shetland pony is just a tiny horse. Right. Now, I don't know if this is just horses who didn't grow, and they've just said, no. all right, that's a pony, or if that's like an actual... It's, as a, you it's said, a breed. I think so. It's a born to breed, yes. Uh, Jesse, very nice, Kelly. No, thank don't. You, thank you, Jesse. After Babs tried to tear me down, Kelly is over two with the raps. And rightfully what so. What about the other hundreds that I've done? Uh, those are over as well. Hundreds, I'd say. <laughs> Thousands. Of- Dude, I was driving in this morning, and I didn't realize that the roads were icy until that little light on my truck came on that told me, you know, like when it tells you the wheels are slipping or whatever? Yes. I, I, w- I didn't even know, dude. And I was going 65 miles an hour, which terrifies me because when I was driving, I don't remember what day it was, a couple weeks ago, it, it was really icy in the mornings again. Yeah. I saw multiple really bad accidents. Like one truck turned over in the ditch. So it, it scares the hell out of me when that happens, man. So I took her like 45 on the way in this morning. Of course, we hope you never get into one of those. But if you do, call Andy's towing. They'll get oh, you going. Oh, they'll get me going. I absolutely know That's they right. But it, I, it, 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 ice scares me. But it made me think of Ice Road Truckers, and then I thought about, because I still watch Ice Road Truckers. I, I still love that show. I, you know me. I always wanted to be a trucker when mm-hmm. I was a kid. When this when this show goes belly up, I'm becoming a trucker. Now, correct me here. Ice Road Truckers, these are the guys who drive from like Alaska to Russia when it freezes over. Well, no. That's not quite how it works, but they do drive like north of the Arctic Circle. like They're way up there. Okay. So, this, this but every time I'm like... Every time when they cut to commercial on Ice Road Truckers, Bar Rescue, uh, Kitchen Nightmares, mm-hmm. keep the list goes on and on. Any sort of these reality TV shows. There's this sound that I hear every time when they're trying to build the tension. And then when they come back from commercial, nothing bad actually happens. But it's this sound right here. Don't come out on speaker, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Jim, no! Oh, no, he's going to go through the ice! Put it down! And then they cut to commercial, and yeah. then when they come back, like nothing bad happens. And it's like, oh, no, we're good. We're I gotta, good. I gotta reload this. Why I gotta you... straighten up here. Right. Even with kitchen nightmares, like it'll be like the restaurant relaunch is not going according to plan, and then it's like, get that hot food out to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, shut it down. <laughs> yeah. And you got. When we 
come back, Gordon Ramsay sees the nastiest thing he's ever seen. And it's just like, you know, it's like a chicken breast left on the counter or and something. And it always like zooms in on some waiter's face. like... <laughs> Staring up. You know what's so funny do about the like the kitchen nightmares things is like the food is just absolutely terrible and the people are like the, the people eating it are like oh, this just isn't very good and it's like it's clearly disgusting food that they're yeah. bringing out to your table mm-hmm. and they're it's just it's such a it's such a fun it's clearly some of that has to be staged. Oh, I think most of it is. Because if you watch Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, like the UK version or whatever. It's totally different. It's actually like a very calm show. There's no yelling. There's not this sound effect all the time. It's informative at times. Right. And he like and he spends like a ton of time with these restaurants and goes back and checks on them and stuff. It's such a different show. Well, the problem with those shows is all right, Gordon Ramsay's gonna come in and fix your restaurant, right? Right. And he teaches you how to make like these amazing meals. Right. And by the way, I can pump them out when Gordon Ramsay's standing right next to me. But he keeps it simple most of the time. Right. But the problem is as soon as Gordon Ramsay leaves, that cook yeah. is also, you know, a part time diesel mechanic. Yeah. Who's got no shot of recreating this Gordon Ramsay meal? But I, I disagree with you, Wood. I don't think you've watched enough episodes. He always comes in with sim- simple, delicious, yes, fresh ingredients, yes. Right. <laughs> so he always he always keeps it simple, right? He can get those ingredients. But here's the thing. You can't change culture. That's the problem with... Because don't you always Google to see if the restaurants are still open no, when the episode... Same thing with James Tapper. It's always closed. Bar Rescue, I bet, has the absolute worst record because he's like, all right, we got to come up with a concept. It's like, right. how about you just get rid of the crappy employees, get some good employees. I don't need my bar to have a concept. I don't need a theme when I go in there. Yeah. It's like Cheryl was doing meth a week ago, but I believe she's my manager. <laughs> yeah. Really? And it always, because it doesn't, and maybe not you because you don't drink, but I think every guy at some point in their life wants to own a bar. I still did. Yeah. And, and But then you see these shows, and it's like, all right, it's not as fun as you think it's going to be. No. My friend, uh, Pat is his name. He owns two bars down in Austin, and they're very, very successful. And he's like, I hate it. He's like, I absolutely hate it. It's got to be stressful as all get out. Because look what happened during COVID. Like, during COVID, he was like, I may be bankrupt. He's <laughs> like, I went from making a really good amount of money to I may be bankrupt and all my employees may be out of work now. Yeah. And that, that's the uh, restaurants I managed when I was out of radio for a while. And they're very successful, very good, but I don't think I could handle the stress. I, I know I couldn't handle the stress. I was about to say. Especially when I hear, Kelly, <laughs> the bathroom's dirty. <laughs> Table nine's missing an app. Where's the salad? server <laughs> and it's right there pick it up <laughs> come back from commercial anyway. I already dropped the apps oh cool all right good <laughs> the funny thing is though that's like that's the sound that plays in my head as i'm driving on highway 10 that's covered in ice mm. i'm just thinking of ice road truckers i i just i cannot stand ice i i give me cold temps you know even snow whatever but ice i just flat out hate it well it's dangerous yeah and especially ice, man. someone like you who's not as agile as you once were. Watch yourself. Well, you got a fake knee and gout and but my, my, Renaud syndrome and all this other stuff. The thing that saves me is my center of gravity. You do have an amazing center of gravity. It's so low. Even if I slip, I'm able to regain balance. I've never seen you fall over. Never. And you never will. I've known you for f- six years almost now, and I've never seen you topple. And you never will. Now, I have been knocked to... A foot before, yeah. but you know, no, I, I'm very, I'm very aware of how I walk, walk like a penguin, man. Next time we're at a music festival, I'm going to get you to fall over. Go for it, man. I was dominant in the mosh pits. You can't get me down. Uh, people tap, uh, texting in, Tabitha, keep up the raps, Kelly. Thank you, Tabitha. Stop. That's why I like Tabitha. Here's the deal. You know what this is like? <laughs> this is like when everyone's rooting on that person to have the 19th shot. <laughs> and I'm the one who's got to take them home. Yeah. Can you guys not? Because you know, I'm the one who's going to have to clean this up. <laughs> the rest of my life, Kelly's going to be rapping. No, because Tabitha said I was good. Yeah, I, if, all it takes is one. An army of one. Stop. If you will. Stop. That makes me think back to WeFest when you took that drink out of my hand in the middle of me drinking it. Yeah. I, I'm still not over that. <laughs> but was it the right call? It kind of was. <laughs> I think at the time, I was like, dude, thanks. Hey, do you guys know that PM Dawn? I'm like, give it to me right now. Just poured it out right in front of you. <laughs> but, I, well, you know what? And we should be having an off day today because I had not such a good night last night. No? So, I don't have remote start on my cars. 
It's no secret, ha, 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 let's all laugh, Kelly's poor. Mm-hmm. It's the jokes are never-ending about my poverty. Uh, I don't know if they're jokes. <laughs> well, they have real-life implications for you. Well, every joke has a shred of truth in it. That's mm-hmm. why it's funny. So when I let my car warm up, and yesterday it was rainy and cold, and I had to take the kids to play rehearsal, I said, you know what, I'm going to let them jump in a nice warm car. They deserve They've had a long day at school. So I have a little carabiner on my truck keys, right? So I take just the truck key off. That way, because of the awesome neighborhood I live in, if someone steals my truck, at least they don't have my house keys, right? Okay. We're at least still safe in our domicile. So sure. <laughs> I had to return some shoes yesterday. It was just a, it was hectic trying to leave the house, trying to get my son to comb his hair and get his shoes on and all, all this and that. I forget to grab the house keys. My wife has to teach figure skating. She teaches figure skating on Monday nights. So I leave the house keys in. She leaves to go to figure skating. I come home. I'm, dude, I'm ready to have three hours all to myself. What am I going to do? I don't know. I don't. Why not? No, it's three hours by it yourself. Was. I was it's just fantastic. Gonna sit, I was going to sit and watch TV. I was going to make a salad and watch TV. That was my plan. Yesterday, I did schoolwork. You know, it's nice having that house to yourself. It is. I never, you know me, I never have a second to myself. Mm-mm. So I start patting down my pockets. Where are my keys at? Oh, no. I forgot my house keys. I am now locked out of the house. Now, my wife teaches figure skating. Wait a second. How did the door lock behind you? Because Brianna left to go teach figure skating. Oh, okay. So she locked up. She didn't see that my keys were still sitting there. And here's my fault 100%, right? Mm-hmm. It's my fault I locked myself out of the house. But if I may, side note, please. I bought a lockbox to hang on our front door. Because I'm like, this way we'll never lock ourselves out. And when Gilk came over to put the furnace in, I just said, hey, uh, there's a lockbox. Here's the code. Go on and let yourself in. Makes sense. Right. Well, my wife won't let me leave it hanging on the front door. Someone's going to break in. So wait a sec. They're going to break into the lockbox. To break into the house. To break into the house instead of just breaking breaking into the house. Right. And I'm like, Brianna, do you know how hard it is to break into a lockbox? It's in the name. Right. Those things are like, you know... Secure. Mm-hmm. I mean, realtors have been realtors using them, use them right. since the dawn of reality. When I was doing HVAC work, I don't know if you know that I went to school for HVAC. There's a rumor. Yeah, I did HVAC work for a little while. People would always just leave a key in there. And we're talking beautiful homes in nice neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So I'm whatever. But, the, but you know what? I still locked myself out. But I was a little bit upset that we don't have that lockbox that I purchased sitting there. Yeah. So now I got three hours and I have nowhere to go. So I'm like, all right, well, my wife teaches figure skating somewhere near our home. I don't know where, though. So I pull up solid. So I pull up ice rinks near me. Like 10 pop up. I'm like, well, this is a lost cause. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, now I'm screwed because I don't know where she works. I don't want to tell her I don't know where she works because that's going to make her upset that I don't listen when she's talking. <laughs> do you see this? Do you see this razor's edge that I walk at all times? It is exhausting. It's, dude, being me is why do you think I look so tired in the mornings, man? I don't get no rest once I leave here. I first of all, the poorest thing in that entire story is you don't <laughs> have a keypad to get into your house. I don't want one. I don't like those. I don't like those. You need to get a keypad for no, your house. I, I don't need to do anything you tell me to do. Okay. Go last, sit in your car then again, you hump. <laughs> go sit out there in the cold. Last time I checked, this is America. Well, and then you actually go went and spent money on a lockbox I, that I'm not allowed to use because my wife thinks that someone's going to break into our right. home. I, Which, uh, our neighborhood is a tad sketchy, so I kind of get that part of it. Put on the back door. I don't have a back door. I have a sliding door. Uh, oh, and I have no way to get into my backyard. Dude, it's a whole thing. And your, your back <laughs> Well, where is, your, where is your back door? In the front yard? No, no, but I, you don't have a way to get into your backyard? No, I have to either go to the garage or a gate that's under 10 feet of snow right now. I, I okay. So there's no way to get to the back door. Dude, don't worry about it, all right? <laughs> I don't live your life, all right? Your lavish palatial estate with multiple doors to the outside. It honest to God sounds like you wanted to be locked out. No, I did not. Now, you know my wife was locked out of our house. She locked herself out. Right. And our keypad was dead. So she actually had an, a... Re- now, did my wife sit around and cry? No. No, my wife... Like a, a a drunken frat boy broke into my home and <laughs> broke like my window. I had, it a strong me. woman. I even I, I told her call a locksmith next time. 
Right. I I, and I, to be fair, I don't know how much a locksmith costs. I don't know. It could be a wash, really. But her going at my back window like a badger <laughs> cost me $250. I imagine a locksmith was cheaper than that. Probably. But, I, yeah, you got to get yourself a keypad. I don't want one. I, maybe I I'll don't, buy it for you I and install it for you. Know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw it right back in your face. I don't want it. Why not? Because I don't want it. <laughs> it's like talking to my children. That's not a reason. That's just a statement. Me not wanting it is the reason. I don't trust them. I don't oh. like it. Okay, so you're you're insane. That's the reason. I'm not insane. I'm not insane. And, and everyone's like, why don't you have a garage door opener? Because I don't. It's a good call. You don't. Because then you got, you know, if you forget to bring it in the house, someone has access to your garage. I got a lot of expensive stuff in my garage. <laughs> the bluegill is in there. Trust me, that no <laughs> one's risking a felony over the bluegill. That boat has to be at least worth eight, nine hundred dollars. So you don't even have a garage door opener? No, man. That's not how I live. You, know, you deserve to be locked out. This is this is this is karma. There, there's this is. Someone who has numerous avenues to problem solve, but doesn't want any of them. Well, then fine. Then fine. Touch the hot stove. (laughs) No, I solved the problem. But because I don't have any hand in my own home, I'm not able to use the solution that best suits my lifestyle. You're not helping yourself right there. I bought a lockbox. Now, is the lockbox... So, did you go home and say, this is the exact reason... I, did. I need the lockbox? I said, if we had that lockbox out there, no one would ever lock themselves out again. Where's that lockbox right now? Sitting right next to the front door on the ground. <laughs> on the inside, on of, the the inside of the house. <laughs> my plan is to slowly get my wife comfortable <laughs> with the idea of a lockbox, and I want to know where it is when I finally am allowed to put it on the door. What about like one of the hidden rocks? Nah, I don't want to do that. No. Nah, because it would look out of place. I- I'm okay with the lockbox. Mm-hmm. It's been working for realtors for 100 years. I don't see the problem. I don't either. So anyway, I went and bought myself dinner and <laughs> sat there in sadness <laughs> and ate my carb-free dinner. <laughs> ah, what a night. You know, what? This, but see... But hey, at least no one will steal your boat that no one wants. No. Oh, someone wants that boat. No. Nah. When those guys were putting my furnace in, they said, hey... That's you could set that boat adrift and it would wash up on a deserted island with two guys, and they both say, "Oh, <laughs> take we'll our wait for the next one." <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> that boat has been nothing but good to you. Imagine each other's sandwiches, but there's a boat. <laughs> I'm not risking that. All right, let's do history, man. I shouldn't make fun of the bluegill. You shouldn't. Yeah. What is my father saying up in heaven? Like, Ooh, that boat's still around? Yeah, geez, Kelly. <laughs> the reason I left it was for you guys to get rid of it. I thought I sunk that for insurance money in 73. All right. It's a 75. Thank you very much. Sorry. All right. Come on. Let's focus on the matter at hand here. We are here to entertain. Mm. In 1804, Wood was a big day in history. So I'd like to take a few moments to tell you about the new John Deere Model A and B tractor. Now, the wheel tread can be fully adjusted for all... In 1804, John Deere, American tractor manufacturer, was born. 1804. Isn't that crazy? What's that? That's like... That had to be... Literally, like, 35 years after the start of this country. Well, I was going to say, and that had to... Those must have been, like, steam-powered tractors or something. Like, we didn't have the internal combustion engine yet, did we? In, in 1804? I mean, if it did, it was... I don't think we did. So those had to be, like, steamed. If you ever go to the uh, the state fair, they have, like, a whole... It's really cool to see. It's a whole row of steam-powered engines I've actually there. seen those, yeah. And it sounds so cool. And these right, and these guys are constantly, like, you know, oiling this and doing it. It's pretty neat what they have to do to get that going. So did John Deere, like, come over on, like, one of the first boats? Had to have been. You know what I'm saying? The country was barely even around. Can you imagine coming to America and it's only 30 years old? Or what if the, like, we're we're, we're thinking like tractors of what they are now. What if the tractor was just like a plow behind an ox and you just slap like a John Deere sticker on it? That could be. John Deere was a blacksmith who developed the first commercially successful self-scoring steel plow in 1804 and founded it. So it was just a plow back in the day. Dang. Unbelievable. But that, no, self-scoring, would that mean that it's, Look, we're out that of it our, went by itself. We're out of our depth here. I don't know. We're out of our depth. Still pretty neat. It is cool, man. It's cool to see. I love harvest time around here because I love these giant tractors that you see, man. Just they're so impressive looking. And then you always have like that, a half a million bucks. You always see that one, and you think, "Can I drive under I it? Drive under that? Yes. Yeah. 
That is so neat. Uh, all right. It was on this day back in 1840. And then something else caught my eye. A puppet. You know, one of those marionette things. All strings and joints. The second full-length animated Walt Disney film, Pinocchio, premiered. Mm. These old Disney films are so soothing, man. Like, they're just the narration, the music, everything. The string quartets. Yeah, it's just awesome. And then on this day in 1962... Ah, darn it. 1962... You got the cigars? What cigars? Kramer said I was supposed to bring him back some Cubans. We are the Cubans. <laughs> the United States government banned all Cuban imports and exports. Is that, is that trade embargo still going on? Uh, I, well, we lifted it during Obama. I think that's open now. Is it? Okay. My sister-in-law went to Cuba. Like, How was like, that? For like a vacation. People do that? I think she said it sucked. Okay. Like the, like the hotel she stayed at? Yeah. Like everybody shared a shower. Oh, that's fun. Count me out. That's a hell of a vacation. That's eh, 100%. And like the water tank was like on the top and you had to like give it time to like warm up from sun, from like the sunlight would nice. like warm up the tank. That's a fun vacation. No offense. I, I'm just saying. I haven't heard of a lot of people floating to Cuba in a bathtub from you know, Florida. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. That's a one-way trip. Just saying. Well, they you, you know how they still drive like all those old like 1950s cars down there and stuff. Yeah. And, you know they fix those things with like washing machine parts and stuff like that. Like they just they wow. just keep these things running because they don't have anything going on. Right. It's either that or walk. Yeah. Unbelievable. Doesn't sound like that good of a place to visit to me. Uh, let's do some birthdays, shall we, my friend? Please. Celebrating a birthday today. We have breaking news. I'm toasted. Ashton Kutcher celebrates his birthday today. I love Ashton Kutcher. So do I. And he was one of those guys I didn't want to like. Because I just because I just thought he had it all. But he, he is so funny and such a good actor. Midwest boy, too. From Iowa. Oh, snap. And I, like, I bet he I bet is some John Deere's in his family. I, I, I didn't like him during the whole punked thing. I didn't either. But his, his the character Kelso, I, I stand by it, is one of the top five TV characters of all time. I'll co-sign. Absolutely perfect. And I I, I bring this up a lot, but he has done a ton against uh, child trafficking. trafficking, Yep. And like to the point, like Aston Kutcher went to Congress and like has been like a a pushing force on like laws being made for it. Yeah. So I give him all the credit in the world. He's got to be like forty-five. Oh man, you must be a huge fan because you, sir, are right on the. Money on that yes, one. Sir. Also celebrating a birthday today. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2. Can't wait to see it. All right? Comedian Chris Rock. It's his birthday today. I 56. Oh. He's 58. Still hilarious. Man, one of the best. You know, like how Adam Sandler made like 100 movies for Netflix? Mm-hmm. The one with him and Chris Rock called The Week Of. Like their kids are getting married, so it's funny because it's a you know it's funny because it's an interracial marriage, and yeah. the couples are so di- or the families are so different. Like Chris Rock is super rich in the movie, and Adam Sandler's kind of a modest you know middle class. It is a funny movie, man. I I, it, I highly recommend that one. And I give Chris Rock a lot of the credit for the after the Will Smith stuff. Yeah, he just stepped back, right, and just said I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, no finger pointing, nothing like that. I think like in some live shows, I think he addressed it, but it wasn't like a big thing. You know, he wasn't on social media talking about right. it and everything else. Like he did handle it very well, and came out the hero of the entire situation, which he would have anyway. Yeah, I mean, a dude did get cold cocked by Will Smith, but. but if you start going around going on Oprah and stuff like that, yeah, talking about you yeah. know your your truth and all this, don't thing. be a victim. Yeah, uh, and then also celebrating a birthday today. Finally. There was a brief time where this song became really popular at weddings again. And it was all, I looked forward to playing it every time. Like, because hmm. everyone would just listen to it. I mean, it's a fun song. Be in a bad mood when this song is on. I dare you. It's got a fiddle for Pete's sake. How about we play this after we're done talking? I think we should. All right, well, let me not spoil it then. Uh, uh, how old is Garth Brooks today? You know what's amazing? I think he's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say he's sixty. You're close. But it's amazing to my my wife went and saw him. He he does two shows a night most yeah. of the time, and my wife said he was all over the stage. Yeah. Well, and you got to use it or lose it, man. So he keeps you know using them muscles and and like if you've ever seen any like live videos, his shirt is like soaked with sweat. Yeah, well, he's a bigger fella. But still, man, I give him credit. He's an absolute showman. That's so cool. Yeah. So 61 for him today. I, he's someone I'd like to see 
you know, before it's all said and done. I, I would go for that. Well, maybe that maybe those tickets will pop up one day, Wood. Until now, we'll just have to enjoy him on record. Uh, people texting in, Charlie, is this the 1940s, Kelly? You don't have a garage door? Just go all in. Go Amish. Hey, He's not wrong. I, I'm about sick of the judgment, to be 100% <laughs> honest with you. What's the difference between a keypad and a lockbox? He's right. Digital. Frequencies. Mm, radio frequencies. I don't think that's right at all. Am I allowed to be comfortable with the choices I make? No, because they're terrible choices. No, they're not. <laughs> Of course, if it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well. <laughs> I bet there was garage door openers in the 1940s already. Mm. I bet you there was. John Deere. Uh, anyway, and you know what's really funny? My garage door opener doesn't quite work right. So <laughs> in order to get it to go down, you have to sit in the garage and hold the button <laughs> to get it to go down. <laughs> Disabling all the safety features? No, I, I, I checked the safety features. I've installed garage door openers before. I know At HVAC to- school? I went to HVAC school, and that pretty much sets you up for any sort of installation. 